0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. It was that same yearning for freedom that nearly 250 years ago gave birth to a special place called America. It was a small cluster of colonies caught between a great ocean and a vast wilderness. It was home to an incredible people with a revolutionary idea that they could rule themselves, that they could chart their own destiny, and then together they could light up the entire world. Hi friends, Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. Well, I want to show you tonight exactly how you can find out when the Supreme Court has issued its abortion decision in the Dobbs case. I want to tell you why we have to have more confidence than ever, why we should have more confidence in the outcome of this midterm elections and a few other uh, observations on what has been going on. And I want to take your questions and comments. Let me know that you're here. Let me know where you're from. I see already hundreds and hundreds of uh, uh, viewers. And of course uh, it will only continue to grow as we continue here. I'm going to go into scripture, pray. I want to pray for your intentions and, uh, Uh, As we're alive together here, we want to pray for one another. That's part of praying for America. So let us know how we can pray for you. And uh, my goodness, God bless President Trump and the speech that he gave the other night. I presume you saw it. I hope you had a great Memorial Day, and we'll talk about those things as well. So a lot to lot to get to, again, including your own uh, questions and comments. I see, oh, Murrieta, California, I'm coming out there in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, and by the way, you can always see my travel schedule right there at endabortion.us, our main priest for Life website. But I am coming to Murrieta for a conference, and I see folks from uh, Alabama, Oregon. Florida, right here in Florida, Kansas. Kansas, you have a special constitutional amendment on pro-life coming up in the beginning of August in your primary elections. Uh, New York, where I grew up. Okay, hi. Uh, Cyprus, Texas. And uh, let me continue letting me know where you're from. And uh, let's get into the scriptures here. I want to read from the second letter, uh, or rather the first letter of Peter right at the end of the letter uh, in... uh, the Let me see here. Let me start a little bit uh, early here in uh, chapter 5. Uh, we'll go down to verse um, uh, 6. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season. Cast all your worries upon him, because he cares for you. Be sober and vigilant. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, solid in your faith, knowing that your fellow believers throughout the world are undergoing the same sufferings. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory through Christ Jesus, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you after you have suffered a little. To him be dominion forever amen let us pray father we do entrust ourselves to you with all humility we entrust our nation to you as our founders did we entrust our families to you our communities our security our economy our religious freedom and lord the destiny of the youngest and most dependent children of all those yet in the womb we humbly come before you and we entrust everything to you with great and tremendous confidence, knowing that the sufferings we endure are opportunities to come closer to you, and that nothing, nothing that works against us can separate us from you as a nation or as individuals. Lord God, we only ask that we avoid. Compromise and infidelity. Keep us faithful, Lord, and we can endure any trial. Your word promises it. Your word strengthens us. Your word invigorates us to fight for what is right, to bear witness to what is true, to defend what is just. And your word consoles us in the midst of those in this nation, including those in positions of great power who seek to destroy this nation stop their plans stop them in their tracks lord god and bring your kingdom to victory we pray through christ our lord amen Tom is saying, I see your comments right here off to the side, friends. Uh, All we need is faith and love and we can get our country back. That's the confidence that President Trump once again expressed in um, an electrifying rally the other night, Saturday night in uh, Casper, Wyoming. And did you see the speech of Harriet Hageman, who is going to oust liz cheney rhino liz cheney from office what a what a speech she gave she went through this litany of we are fed up Uh, and we she went through the whole litany of all the different things that we are rightly fed up with in this woke culture, this canceled culture, this Democrat extreme insanity that we're suffering under, she went through it all on a beautiful speech uh, culminating with, and we are fed up with Liz Cheney and the crowd. I, 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 It was hard to imagine them going more wild. And, of course, President Trump asked them, do you want me to run again? And uh, that was uh, another moment of the greatest intensity uh, in that um in that particular uh, speech, really, really powerful. So um, let's see here. Uh, Couple of thoughts about what's going on. So Memorial Day yesterday, I hope you had a good celebration. Of course, it was originally called Decoration Day and it was uh, a day that we remembered those who had lost their lives in the in the civil war but then it was extended as memorial day to to uh, cover the uh, uh, men and women in all the different branches of the military who have given their lives uh, in all of the american conflicts uh 1.1 million people uh is the total when you when you consider our service men and women uh, who have given their lives for our country. 1.1 million. And uh, Memorial Day is the day we remember them, honor them. And more than that, to get uh, nurtured within ourselves that spirit by which we do what we were just praying about, defending the values that we hold in our country, our own willingness to sacrifice we may not be in the military service. We may not be called to actually give our lives in that way. But we're called to give our lives every day by taking a stand. And now it's it's more evident than ever that when we take that stand, we face great opposition, as, as a Scripture um, was, uh, was talking about. And uh, endure, be ready to endure whatever it is that we have to endure. Our brothers and sisters up in Canada... Oh my goodness, we've got we've got stinky leadership here uh, in the United States right now. But boy, oh boy, up in Canada, you guys aren't doing much better. Uh, when you're gonna when are you gonna get some better leadership up there? Uh, Trudeau announces this new legislation seeking to let me quote prohibit the ability to quote buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. Now, um, really stupid idea, first of all. But secondly, thanks be to God for the United States Constitution, because here in America, such a thing would never pass constitutional muster. And uh, it's not even uh, something that is politically uh, possible here right now. We know what the other side is doing. Uh, President Trump has been warning us for years, they'll take away your Second Amendment. The, we, see, we see exactly what they are doing, these stupid comments in, by the Brandon administration and, and and the steps that they're trying to take. But ultimately, politically and constitutionally, they do not have the basis for, uh, for doing that uh, here right now. We've got to keep reminding each other of that, and we've got to keep reminding those that we, uh, well, those that are seeking our vote in this midterm elections, that we would never, never uh, stand for that. I mean, we've got a very, very strong and explicit uh, prohibition on on uh, um, on this kind of activity in our Constitution. It's not even some kind of, implicit uh matter it's not even something you have to reason to uh it is something that is uh could not be clearer there in black and white uh let's see uh henry is saying father do you know when the american bishops are going to uh meet again uh yes in a couple of weeks actually they always meet in the middle of june for their semi-annual meeting um now let's see uh, i wish they could take a vote as to who is against giving communion to pro-abortion politicians and who is not uh there will as i understand it be some uh discussion about that you know what happens in these meetings is that a lot of the meetings and i've noticed uh for many years i would go to these uh these semi-annual meetings i won't be going this coming month but um, increasingly they have their meetings in executive session, which means it's closed to media, but otherwise their meeting is broadcast uh, on uh, EWTN, the Eternal Word Television Network, and uh, uh, is, uh, is public, but a lot of times it's like half of it is in secret, but my understanding is they will be discussing uh, that particular uh, point, uh, whether there will be a specific vote and whether that would be publicized is another question that we'll just have to see what they decide to do. I want to show you now, everyone is uh, interested in um, the um, uh, the direction of America, of course. Uh, we've got very, very uh, bad political winds for the Democrats because when things are As bad as they are now, where where over 70% of the country believe that we're heading in the wrong direction, uh, that creates a political environment and where the president's uh, approval ratings are, are down historically low. In fact, they haven't been. Since August of 2021, they have not been higher than 43%. That's a bad political environment. Uh, for the party that is in power. And the generic ballot is highly in favor of the Republicans as well. These are three significant factors, as we have discussed before, that give us confidence uh, in the outcome in this coming election that we'll be able to take back the Congress. And, uh, you know, the interesting observation here is, and I'll, I'll quote a couple of, uh, of uh, statistical uh, patterns here, when the political environment is neutral which is far from neutral right now it matters more that you have to have a strong candidate and a campaign that is both well organized and well funded but the importance of the organization the funding and even the quality of the candidate whether they've made outrageous statements or engaged in outrageous behavior decreases, the importance of that decreases. When the political environment itself is so strongly negative, voters are going to vote based on that, and they'll be willing to ignore some of the, well, disorganization, weakness, even eccentricities of candidates in the opposing party when they want to get the party that's in power out of power because they want to change. Something has to change, they say. And, and this, is, this is what, of course, so many of us are, are convinced of, thinking, feeling, advocating. Uh, so it's hard for the Democrats. Let me uh, read something Gallup said back in uh, 2018. Uh, the president's party almost always suffers a net loss of U.S. House seats in midterm elections. However, the losses tend to be much steeper when the president is unpopular. In Gallup's polling history, presidents with job approval ratings below 50%, and again, like I mentioned, Biden's hasn't gotten above 43% since August of 2021, they have seen their party lose 37 House seats on the average in midterm elections. That compares with an average loss of 14 state seats when presidents had approval ratings above 50%. That's the situation that we are dealing with. This doesn't mean we sit down and relax. We gotta work, you know, elections are elections, which means you've gotta work as hard as ever. You gotta work as hard as you would work if if things were uh, the opposite way uh, around. Uh, Important uh, to note, Cook Political Report, and by the way, that's, I hope you use that as do I, Uh, cookpolitical.com is um, a a great source of analyzing the trends in the election, and uh, they've got right now 35 Democrat seats in the toss-up category or worse, and only 10 Republican seats in those same positions there's another source called inside elections lists uh comparable they have 21 democrat seats in the toss-up category or worse um while republicans have just nine seats in a similar uh situation so overall the political uh climate is very very much in favor of a red wave come this election which is only uh uh Uh, What is this? June now. Tomorrow is June 1st. So we're talking about uh, just five months away. Let me show you, brothers and sisters, a um, website that's going to help you to keep track of what the Supreme Court is about to do. Now, we've been talking a lot on this program about the Dobbs case And this is a major abortion case that the Supreme Court is about to uh, decide. Uh, And uh, many people have followed the case. They understand the basics of the case. That it is, is going to give back to us, the people, through our elected representatives, the ability to set policy on abortion. Many states are ready to protect babies in the womb uh, from very, very early in pregnancy. The courts have not allowed the legislatures to do that for the last 50 years. So that is going to change. It All indications are, are that. Um, so then the question becomes, okay, well, when is this going to happen? We had a leak. Of a draft opinion, an opinion which was really, really great, really, really powerful, really, really uh, favorable to us uh, back on uh, the, about a month ago now, May the 2nd. And uh, the question now is well, when is the court going to uh, release the official um, decision? Let me give you a, a, a view about that and then show you the tool that you can use to watch the court, literally, and then watch the decision come out in real time. The the court is, is going to take the time that it needs. That's the bottom line, together with the fact that nobody really knows how much more time they need. When these decisions, I mean, the circulation of a draft opinion is a significant thing, but the, 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 the justices are talking with each other, seeing how they want to uh, modify the wording of the decision. I'm, I'm convinced they're not going to change their vote just because of the public pressure. That would only reward those who want to undermine the legitimacy of the court. I don't think the justices are going to do that. Um, in fact, I'm quite convinced for various reasons they're not going to change their vote, which means we've got a majority of them ready, ready and willing to do what that draft opinion said. Uh, but they have to... Work on on finalizing it. Um, The dissenting votes, they have to write their opinion. And then remember, justices can write concurring opinions. So they agree with the judgment, but they want to add some other arguments. These documents all have to be written. A, A chain is only as strong as its weakest link, right? And the process of rendering a court decision is only as quick as its slowest clerk its slowest justice. So any one of them can take whatever kind of time they want to take before this is finished. The term does finish about a month from now. So the end of June, sometimes it'll spill over into the first couple of days of July, you know, they still have 35 decisions to issue in this term. So they've that's averaging to be about one a day now. But that doesn't mean they're, they're going to do it one a day. On the average, it is. But um, uh, they, they, they uh, so it's going to be within the next month. What day? Nobody knows and i think one of the factors too is the security question of course there have been lots of threats there's going to be some big uh, protests still coming up the radical pro-abortion people have been going to the homes of the justices and i know that that steps measures have been getting planned and, and implemented to increase security around the court and around the justices i would think that uh, that everyone involved would want to give those security measures a chance to be implemented f- uh, finish uh, planning and implementing them as they have been doing uh, before actually rendering the official decision that's one factor besides what I already mentioned how do you keep up on it okay so this is how it works certain days are des- designated by the court as decision days so they're not just issuing decisions every single day. You'll know it because the day is designated as a decision day. And if a particular day is a decision day, it'll be announced either before that day or sometimes very early in the morning of that day. And, and, and the website where you can go to see if the day is a decision day, let me show it to you right now, it's called SCOTUS Blog. Now SCOTUS stands for Supreme Court of the United States, S-C-O-T-U-S, Supreme Court of the United States, SCOTUSblog.com. And when you go there, you see this website. And then when you scroll down, let's uh, scroll down and see uh, the calendar. See that calendar on the right-hand column? And you'll notice uh, that's June. And you'll notice right at the bottom of the calendar, there's a um, color-coded guide, okay? Red is when they're going to have oral arguments. Green is conferences. The justices gather together to talk and make decisions. Orders in blue, they make, and there's various days designated as as days for orders. That's various kinds. Those are not decisions. Those are various kinds of instructions the judges give um it's the yellow marking which is opinions so if a day is going to be an opinion day so anytime now in june when they're going to issue any one of the 35 cases that they still have to decide big cases some of them by the way not just uh, on matters of uh, of abortion but on uh, the second amendment and school choice and religious liberty some really big ones coming if the day is in yellow it's going to be an opinion day. So you check this calendar at scotusblog.com. You see if there are decision days. There are none there right now, as you can tell. All right, so they have not announced decision days just yet. Now, what happens on the decision day? You come to this very same website, and there's going to be a live chat that you will see there on the site. And starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time, is when these opinions on an opinion day will get issued. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, the decision will get rendered, and uh, you go to this website a little bit before that, you'll see a live chat start up. And then once the decision is actually released by the court, it'll appear there in the live chat. Now, there may be several decisions issued on a decision day. They will be issued in 10-minute intervals. So the first one will come out at 10 a.m. and then about 10.10, the second one. And you're seeing this on a live chat right here at SCOTUSblog.com. It'll announce what the decision is, and then a little bit later you'll see a link to the actual text of the opinion. And you'll see, meanwhile, discussion going on by various legal experts, people who have served as clerks in the Supreme Court, uh, and that's always very helpful perspective. So that's the website, uh, scotusblog.com. Now, when do you know if they're finished issuing decisions on that day? Uh, the chat will say "R numbers. And our, our numbers simply means uh, those are the, um, uh, that's the conclusion of the opinions issued that day, however many they're going to issue on a given day. So scotusblog. Dot com. I hope that's helpful to you to know that that's how you can keep on top of what's going on with uh, the Supreme Court, not only on the abortion case, but uh, of course, on any of the other many decisions that are coming out. So let me see what other. uh, uh, Let's see this uh, Democrat, every Democrat uh, Christian is saying. Needs to be investigated, prosecuted, and thrown in federal prison. They are a lawless bunch, aren't they? I mean, it's absolutely disgraceful. And, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely agree with that, that particular sentiment there. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, any other comments or questions? Let's see. Um, the sins of my past, Eddie is saying, haunt me now. God and I have spoken about these things. Abortions are an abomination. Uh, Eddie, as we go back into prayer, uh, we want to lift you up as well. We are all, uh, as as scripture uh, tells us, sinners, we've fallen short of the glory of God. Take comfort, as I'm sure you do, in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and, uh, and uh, the consolation of his forgiveness. So, so very important. Uh, friends, let's... Uh, Let's do that. Let's turn to the Lord in prayer. Father, we we lift up all of those who are listening and watching right now, uh, all of those who uh, have concern, Lord God, for uh, our country, who uh, want to see the court do the right thing on abortion, on religious freedom, on the Second Amendment. Uh, Lord God, we, uh, we pray that our Second Amendment will be Uh, protected and preserved, that people will understand it, first of all, that it is not simply about uh, hunting or even about self-defense, but rather about the defense of freedom. This is the guarantee of freedom that the American people who govern themselves uh, have the right to back up uh, their convictions and their protection of freedom uh, in this physical way. Uh, Lord God, we we just ask for a deeper understanding of the the purpose behind uh, this amendment, and uh, for a deeper understanding and respect for it throughout our nation, uh, and 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 Lord, conversion of the minds and hearts of those that are in public office, those that are in power, and who some of whom simply. Do not want to understand this, Lord. We pray for uh, this midterm election. We see the the winds blowing um, in our direction, uh, Lord. But it is distressing that uh, that the reason that we have these favorable political winds is precisely because uh, so much damage is being done to our country and we are going in the wrong direction. So, Lord, we are we are confident of being able to turn things around, but distressed in the meantime. And we ask you to to minimize the damage. Uh, We ask you, uh, as we uh, mentioned earlier, to stop in their tracks those who are doing harm to our nation, to our communities, to our border, to our rights, to the unborn, to our freedom, uh, to, to the reputation of America throughout the world. Stop the damage, Lord God, and bring us your Peace bring us your strength bring us the freedom that our founders believed in and that they established this government to protect finally lord we ask blessing on each and every person here all the prayer intentions that have been mentioned in the comments uh, lord whether it's prayers for forgiveness peace health wisdom in making decisions uh family members who need to return to the faith uh, lord bless all of our viewers and their families And all their needs. We sum up all our prayers by offering the prayer that Jesus gave us Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. One of you was asking, by the way, from Murrieta, California, where and when I'm going to be there. July the 8th and 9th, I'm coming out there. There's a conference. And on my website, I don't remember offhand the exact location, but you'll be able to see on my main website, which is endabortion.us, my travel schedule. scroll down, you see the various speakers that we have, and uh, you'll be able to click there and uh, see the more detail about my uh, my schedule. So I look forward to coming out there. I look forward to coming to many of your communities, brothers and sisters, as I travel around on this mission of ministering to the pro life movement. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meanwhile. Connect with us on social media. I'm at FR Frank Pavone, as you can see on the uh, bottom of uh, the screen there. And uh, connect with Right Side Broadcasting as well at RSB Network on the major social media platforms. Let's stay connected. Let's stay encouraged. Let's stay in prayer and action for America. God bless you all. This has been the End Abortion Podcast.